and welcome to the Art of Growing Up podcast. Today I'm joined by two very special people in talking about feminism as a teenager and our experiences with the patriarchal society that we're living in. I hope you enjoy and off we go. Hi, I'm Martha. I'm in year 13. Ella. Hi, I'm Ella. I'm also in year 13. Um, so I think I'm going to start off by, you know, obviously I know, but I feel like it's a really crucial thing. What are your astrology signs? Um, what are your rising, your moon, your mercuries, etc.? Come again? I'm a Leo. <laughs> I'm a Libra, um, Virgo rising. Um, I don't remember the rest. Oh, wait, hang on. I think I'm a Sagittarius. No, I, think my, one. I think. Oh, no. Okay, I don't remember the rest. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think you guys literally embody your um, astrological signs because, Ella, you're literally the most Leo person <laughs> I've ever met. And, Martha, you're such a Libra. Like, it's yeah, so no. sweet. It's so funny. And I'm a Cancer. Um, so, But it's mixed with Aquarius. So it means that I'm kind of really emotional, but also have no emotions. So. I'm also right on the border with Scorpio. Yeah. Yeah, because, oh, yeah, August. Uh, uh, not August. Yeah, yeah. Um, October, yeah. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, today we're going to be talking about feminism. We're all pretty passionate feminists. Uh, what would you, if someone was to ask you, kind of, what, are you a feminist? What would your response be? Absolutely, because I feel like there's often there's like a bit of a stigma around saying that you're a feminist because people don't want to like say that they're people don't want to be one of those feminists because the media is often like presented being feminist as being kind of like being you know crazy and over you know getting angry at everything and but absolutely if you're not a feminist in 2020 what are you doing (laughs) yeah (laughs) very true I think for me um I was raised in a household which taught me that being a feminist was wrong it was like overreacting it was over emotional um so it's taken me a very long time to be able to actually call myself a feminist and be extremely proud of it so that definitely means a lot to me and I think the point is is that I see a lot of people like Martha said saying that you know there's just really angry woman but angry woman gets shit done you know (laughs) very true um so I kind of you've kind of already spoken about it Ella uh, but kind of what have your like experiences with feminism been because personally for me um I was pretty like I was pretty harassed for being they calling myself a feminist when yeah. I was like thirteen or fourteen. I was kind of called a feminazi, called a whole host of horrible names, yeah. um, literally for just saying I wanted gender equality, which is mm. a bit fucked up. But you know, it is it is what it is. Um, have you guys ever sort of experienced any backlash for calling yourself a feminist? A like, lot. I know. Yeah. I know you're used to having arguments online with people a lot, Ella. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think, I mean, as well as having it in secondary, having a lot of people saying that it was, we already had gender equality when they actually didn't know anything about it. Um, In my house, I had to take a lot of um, criticism, sort of saying that, you know, they supported gender equality, but they weren't a feminist because they thought it was woman over men. And no amount of me trying to educate them could really change their opinion. So I sort of just had to accept that not everyone 
wants to become educated in the topic and not everyone wants to fight for human rights then you know that's just that's their issue and it's gonna it's a poor one but you have to pick your battles with it you know yeah definitely I feel like there is such a stigma against kind of calling yourself a feminist I feel like actually with the rise of almost like um social media and like especially TikTok um, which it, it seems kind of ironic, but I feel like kind of calling yourself a feminist has become a lot less stigmatized. Um, like I feel a lot better about saying like, yeah, I'm a raging feminist. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think to people. I think as often, yeah, there's this idea that there, you know, people would be like, yeah, I do want to support equal rights and stuff, but then because honestly, like the society, anyone who disagrees with the society and the way it's run will be labeled as crazy and getting angry over nothing and are actually trying to you know it's actually woman over man you know so everyone everyone you know they'll say oh I'm a feminist but no no I'm not one of those feminists like yeah yeah you know, it's and so- then they don't want to be associated with that but that's the whole that that's why these stereotypes are created because so that people don't want to become feminists and people don't want to stand up to the patriarchy yeah I've actually um got in my notes um pick me girls um what's your opinions on that well I used to be one (laughs) so I would know um I was a recovered pick me girl yeah I was basically (laughs) raised by um certain members of my family to believe that if you stood for feminism you were crazy you're insane and also a lot of my female friends back in secondary when I originally said I was a feminist they would say you know why are you overreacting we already have gender equality feminists are really annoying so that sort of changed my opinion until I think year 12 when I surrounded myself with more positive people who were actively feminists and then I was like what am I doing like if if you're not a feminist in 2020 just like Martha said what are you doing it didn't make it <laughs> what sense. are you up to it's ridiculous <laughs> yeah so they're very I think the fact they still exist is shitty because it's you know they're against themselves because they just they're yeah. like dehumanise themselves to crave this male validation, which I think, just makes sense. I think because there's this underlying idea in society that to be male is to be better than, you know, if you've got validation. And I don't think it's always necessarily, like, romantic validation. Like, it can just, like, any sort of validation from what is perceived as, like, you know, men being, like, yeah. you know their validation I mean, is more important than yeah. if you get validation from them it's like you know you don't want to be you know you don't want to be that person am I making sense <laughs> yeah yeah definitely I feel like I'm having um, a quick roll <laughs> I feel like society is structured oh, in such a way that it kind of <laughs> younger like um wanting to, at one point like you know like I hate sport um <laughs> if everyone knows I'm absolutely rubbish at sport and I hate it and I have absolutely no interest in it but I do remember at one point when I was younger like 
trying to like football and trying to like, get into football because it was like seen as a guy's thing and I thought oh that'll like that'll you know that's more like cool and that's like it's cooler to like guys things you know what I mean and like yeah. it was done because I didn't like football I never liked football and <laughs> <laughs> I mean I feel like there's such a kind of pressure on women to like want to be as little like women as possible yeah yeah and to be like that like there's such kind of like but it's like you have you to know. be like the right you have to be feminine but like also you know the idea well, of like the cool girl yeah. everything like, like in primary when I'd sort of say yeah I hate the color pink just because I wanted to seem unfeminine mm. yeah literally yeah. But now I'm like, I feel yeah, like everyone goes through something. a phase <laughs> hating the color pink just because it's a girly color it's a brilliant yeah. color I mean yeah pink's great I love <laughs> it's pink sparkly it's great I wouldn't I think I'd wear anything pink and sparkly but like Oh, I, I will. I want to get oh, a pink catch cowboy. me in a bright pink, bright pink tracksuit, sparkles, fairy Vicky wings, Pollard's really good. <laughs> Sophie, yeah. my baby, <laughs> it smells so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll definitely have to do a podcast on spirituality and witchcraft. Yeah, because I, I burnt it because I thought it would smell nice, but it just reeks. <laughs> can, I, can I add something um of course Mom. sorry <laughs> I think also but that's in, like that idea is interesting for me because I'm kind of trying to like fight both like the patriarchy and like internalized homophobia at the same time so and sometimes yeah. they're kind of contradicting because I'm like mm-hmm. um oh I should be um you know like oh if I'm like trying to be less feminine then I'm just going with the patriarchy then if I'm trying to be more feminine am I just like conforming to gender stereotypes and like it's yeah (laughs) yeah I mean there's the concept I mean like we speak about kind of pick me girls but aren't pick me girls just a product of the patriarchy yeah yeah like in some ways it's not their fault like yeah I don't think they should be so blamed yeah no. I think like, it's I mean I always I the topic of pick me girls always I kind of wonder where my place is because I used to be um one because of the way I'd been brought up but then I educate myself on it and whenever I see pick me girls I'm like you can educate yourself on it it's not impossible yeah, yeah. it yeah, just so, took me it was yeah. the way I was raised and I hate that but I am now educated on it and I'm proud of that but it just does make me wonder how many of these girls have absolutely no idea what they're talking about and they've just been completely brainwashed by the people around them yeah, yeah. um so I'd like to ask both of you kind of if you're comfortable with it about your sort of experience your first-hand experiences with sort of misogyny um what kind of like growing up in a British secondary school system which kind of favours boys um I think it's kind of on my part being someone who's always been into STEM um sciences you know when I'd be in a science lesson um especially at GCSE like I would always expect to do worse than the boys like it would just be a natural like inclination that the boys would do better than me. Like even if I was even if I did the best out of all the girls in my class, I would still be like, oh, this person's gonna do better than me just because I was like boys just as smarter than me. Like I feel like that's just kind of been sort of one of the many experiences I've had with kind of misogyny. Um, 
were so many cases in school where guys would just like do stuff like um they'd like try and take pictures up girls skirts and stuff mm, it was yeah. like what the fuck oh yeah that it's just like i mean um ali you might remember this but when i kind of made asked miss Biden to do the um oh the assembly assembly um and literally everyone knew that it was me and i think at the time i was so humiliated and like even then it was the boys who were like going oh haha so he's a feminist haha um but like i mean i look back and i'm proud of myself because that was a pretty brave thing to yeah, do yeah it was like, yeah but it's still like yeah i mean kind of being a young woman um it's scary it's isn't it of how normalized it, it is. is scary i mean like i told um, one of my friends about we... it and i'm really yeah. a nine i was like this guy tried to do this to me in a lesson she's like oh it's normal and i was like oh all right then yeah it's it's not normal like it's the fact that we've kind of normalized all this stuff like it's just so wrong so many different levels like ugh, I feel like ridiculous. I feel like in my school it was like it wasn't as bad but there was definitely like a feeling of like a very kind of like this kind of laddish solidarity and I mean that in like you know it's kind of if all the group if there was a group of boys all together it's kind of like mm, you know what I mean it's you're it's, it's intimidating yeah and yeah I mean like some of them you know they're like you know the ones who like do the things where they would be like uh like just things well they'd like they'd like pick on you particularly like kind of make yeah the things to make jokes yeah like you know things that i mean i just yeah maybe i don't think it's necessary just to the girls however it would be the boys one thing i one thing I also really noticed in secondary was that the girls they did respect were the conventionally attractive and the popular ones if you yeah, I don't think I don't think that was the case in my second I definitely I think there was just a really intense level of pretty privilege oh there was like, so much like I literally Sorry. so many girls Sorry. got bullied about the way that they looked and it was simply by insecure men yeah definitely because like I mean that like, even I um uh, uh, like the other day in um a history lesson I bearing in mind these people are 18 years old like they're not they're not children anymore um like purposely kind of making like sort of like fun like you know they think they're really funny and it, like and it's only to me like it's only me they're kind of picking on yeah, this stuff and it's no, just because yeah. I'm kind of the, the only girl there that they're kind of talking to yeah and making fun of and it's like why me why don't you just like pick on the other boys who would be totally down for it like I'm just minding my own business on my yeah doing my coursework (laughs) yeah and then I I literally kind of said to them like guys just stop embarrassing yourselves like we're not in year nine anymore so I've kind of got um next on here the kind of which kind of talking about our male friends kind of leads into this the experience of kind of having a lot of close male friends and being a feminist um which is kind of why we decided to do this um and kind of dating people while being a feminist kind of the sub genre or category of that is kind of feeling the need to educate your male friends on <laughs> the inequalities that we're feeling um they only have to listen and learn about it instead of actually experiencing it um and while a lot of them do say you know 
I support feminism, it's great. They do still think of themselves and they do still think of the demographic as um, of, um, you know, women just think it's all men. And they seem to not want yeah. to accept that we are not going to, we know it's not all men. We're not stupid. And we're not going to take that chance. It yeah. will be one of the bad ones. So if you sit back and let your friends do shitty things, then it's fuck all use being a good guy, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yes. I think it's like the whole thing. If you're a bystander, you're just as bad. Like letting sexism happen is just as bad as this, like yeah. doing it. The kind of, uh, just the attitude. There's just like, you know, it's not kind of, it's, it's not cool to be a feminist if you're a guy and that needs to change. Like it's not seen yeah. as, you know what I'm saying? It's basically um, right. The bar is so low. Yeah, and it's because <laughs> I mean it's like that trend that went round a few months ago where it was like um, the like the dream boy thing, and it was like a sick man just respects women. Yeah. Seriously, <laughs> girls will like go so insane over guys who respect women, and honestly, you know, like shout out to those guys, that's great. But like the They're fact that they will be so absolutely lauded for that when it should just be basic, yeah. you know. When you know, if a guy says a guy says don't objectify women, and suddenly all the women are like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I mean, to be honest, that's me. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I think yeah, myself but like, that. no, but but that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, yeah, like honestly, if if a guy is like respecting women, then it's like that's fantastic. But like, this should be every guy. Yeah, it's so hot. <laughs> like, <laughs> to be like, yeah, I uh, think you should have right like hello <laughs> i think one thing i have noticed a lot is that um i i've seen this in quite a few men when you do start talking about your traumas and your experience with um different sexual assault or men or like the traumas that they've given you one of the first things they'll do is get defensive and sort of suggest that you know you're you're being brash and over emotional and I don't think what they understand is that while they can sit there and debate about how, you know, theoretically, like, rights about women and stuff, they are allowed to debate because they don't have to experience it. They are not the ones yeah. living in that mm. situation. They don't seem to grasp that our rights are not something to have a laugh about over a can of cider. You know, it's a yeah. lot more than that yeah. to us. We're not being over-emotional. We have to face these struggles in everyday life. And I don't think they quite understand that it's we can have different opinions but about films and stuff you know like which marvel film is the best not you know which gender is superior how do you come across as like not being gossipy or kind of being belittled to someone who's making a fuss about something because i feel like as soon as kind of i don't want to kind of um uh like you know make it just sort of about our friendship group and stuff but um I think in just a general sense, there is definitely kind of when a woman speaks up about kind of how she's feeling, especially as like a young teenager, um, uh, there's sort of a sense of kind of, oh, she's just kind of being overdramatic. She's yeah. just kind of, it's just because these stereotypes go women back are to like the case, emotional, like, you know, yeah. and it's kind of also kind of like, you know, lads, lads support the lads, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like from a young age, we're taught that um, a, a boy bullying you means that they have Oh, a I hate that. It's like, no, it's like the oh whole boys will be boys thing. I'm like, no, it's boys like, will no, be boys. Yeah. Just, just, you know, it's like, he's probably just, like, he's like, it's like, no, he's just, first of all, he's clearly just being a dick because it bothers me. And two, like, even yeah. if that was the reason, like, uh, so what? <laughs> 
literally I just feel like it's so it's so unfair mm, yeah <laughs> I mean I guess that's the rant um I mean my personal kind of experience with feminism um and kind of becoming more aware of sort of misogyny that exists was doing sort of my GPR essay um and that really totally changed my outlook on feminism itself um because I remember having an argument or sort of Ali you'll remember this with um one of our old friends in year 11 and kind of him saying oh I don't agree with feminism do you remember he was like uh oh I like uh, I don't agree with feminism etc and like I, I remember kind of uh, part of me like agreeing with him and I feel like that's kind of the pickly girl nature coming yeah. out like it's not we naturally crave because society has raised us to want that it's it just always makes me laugh yeah. because there's so many films where the sexist eventually comes around is like to the girl you know what I really respect you and it's like yeah you know for some reason earning your respect is something she's definitely interested in you know yeah <laughs> doesn't make any sense I think it's just like it kind of comes down to a sense of just a fundamental like rift within society of kind of separation like even just you go back in time to I think there was a study done by Chicago University in 1966 called Man the Hunter and it kind of was about how kind of a a key aspect well they sort of saw that a key aspect of human evolution was to do with hunting however these sort of same scientists and historians kind of said well it was men doing the hunting and women being sort of not doing the hunting so like how how are women going to be evolving if they're not hunting either like um the women are just kind of left out of when it comes to like like data there's just yeah. a fundamental data bias throughout society like we're just we're just being left behind I mean there's that great quote from the history boys where it's like history is just women following men behind with a bucket mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> But Which seriously, so if you true. try and look up data something, men men are always the default. If you try and find it, it's like, oh well, we only research this on men, so it might be different on women, but we're not really sure at the moment. But it could be. It's yeah. really <laughs> gross how the media and women are connected. Like if you touch, if you type up on Google images, schoolboy, it'll come with like cartoons of oh, like yeah. boys in school. However, if you type up schoolgirl, it'll come with like you know sex outfits women being sexualized and like young yeah. school outfits and it just portrays how the media over sexualizes women so much yeah and that true, seems yeah. to give men the right to think they can That's slut true. shame because they seem to have this very weird thing where if a woman's nudes get leaked they will have great fun with passing it around however if they dare own their sexuality yeah. and make like an only fans and actually profit on off it they get they get sexualized it's this weird yeah. control and just made fun thing. of yeah. and it also and there's just so much stigma around like you know the idea of women owning their sexuality and that's like really stigmatized the woman does that you know she's you know she's a whore or a slut or you know people will look down on her even if you don't think you're looking down on her like yeah. a lot of people will without you know realizing they're making that judgment you know and why they're making that judgment definitely like I think that just like I mean this whole nature of kind of um sort of the sex industry and kind of um men is like promulgated by I mean look at the president of the United States and Stormy Daniels like being paid 100k to keep her mouth quiet like um it kind of just feeds into this narrative of like slut shaming and like um the kind of how sort of these women could be dismissed so easily because of their profession yeah. um as like being lesser people um 
I feel like if boys are being shown that example by someone who is meant to be one of the most powerful men on earth, <laughs> it really doesn't bode too well for the future. I also <laughs> noticed a lot, I don't know if you're going to bring this up at any point, but like, um, I'm very interested in the way different demographics are represented in uh, the media and films and stuff. And I think it's very, it's like once you start noticing it, you can't stop noticing it. Just like in films, just the way men talk about women, like maybe it's especially older films and stuff, but like just the kind of the way they talk about them as if they're a prize to be won, as if, you know, as if they're this object. And even like, you know, that, and you know, there's the whole like the Smurfette principle where there's, you know, the woman and that's, that's her personality because you've got all the men and the woman yeah, who was cool I enough mean, to be able to be with the men and she's probably been tra- yeah i mean megan fox oh god megan fox deserves so much better yeah absolutely ridiculed in the media but she really is a fabulous actress she's talented and amazing and she was just overly sexualized and then as soon as she didn't want to confide into the role that sort of this male fantasy um, she got kind of. Mind you, she was she was only nineteen when she auditioned for Transformers. She was that young when they decided they were going to sexualize yeah. her. Yeah, and it's yeah, like definitely. you know, it's just the it's like you know, society like treats is is scared of beautiful women because you know the patriarchy yeah. is scared of beautiful women because you know that's some amount of control over men and that they're attracted to them and. Um, so they try and like you know you know it's like with witches you know they men are scared yeah. and then i mean um yeah powerful beautiful yeah women. well less conventionally attractive women uh scare men as well because they're able to excel at life without fitting into the male yeah. gaze like it's it's just if there was your uh 13 year old self listening to this podcast today what would you like to say to them kind of on this yeah. topic uh, Ella, do you want to um, stop giving so many fucks about what men think you know your opinions that you have inside your head are extremely valid you know feminism is necessary um, and don't give in to the pressure of men wanting you to submit to them Fabulous. Uh, stand up to people because if people you know if guys think that they're just gonna be you know making fun of you and you can just put up with that don't just if if they if they say you're being a bitch then let them say you're being a bitch mm-hmm. just <laughs> definitely i think it's just not giving a fuck about what people say about you and just living your life anyway thank you very much for joining me today